Hey you, I'm excited you're here. Welcome to Triumph After Trauma. I'm Caitlin, aka Katie. Designer, business owner, go-getter, and most important, human just like you. I created this podcast to provide tools and support to those of you struggling to cope with a mental illness or work through a traumatic experience. Weekly, I'll share a personal story of mine, how it affected me, resources that helped me out of that dark place, and I'll end each episode with an empowering reminder. What I want for you to know is if I can make it through really tough shit and still find ways to thrive, so can you. Let's get this started. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Triumph After Trauma. I am excited to be here. Of course, more excited to have you here for another great chat. This one is actually going to be fairly important and it is going to get a little bit deep. So I hope you're buckled on up. Before going any further, I'd like to share a trigger warning. I will not be sharing details of my sexual assault, but if in any way, shape, or form hearing about it, talking about it makes you uncomfortable or triggers you, please listen to any other episode of my podcast. I'm not going to deny it. Talking about this is a little bit hard for me. Talking about my experience is a little bit difficult, but this is unfortunately something that happens to a lot of people, and talking about the mental health effects of victims And stopping the boys will be boys stigma is important to me. So I am here to talk about all of that. I hope you are cozied up and ready to listen in. That you've got your favorite drink with you. And you are comfortable wherever you are. If you're out and about, I hope you've got headphones on so that we're one on one. And if you're doing chores or errands, I hope you've got those listening ears tuned in because this is going to be a really important conversation. Like I've already said, friends, I will not share the details of what happened to me because I do not feel that is what's most important. Here are the few things that are important and I am willing to share. The person who sexually assaulted me was the first person I was willing to give any sort of chance to after I had run from a narcissistic ex in 2018, the beginning of the year. When I gave this person a chance and started seeing them, it had already been a year and a few months since I had run from that past relationship and I had spent that whole year working on myself in therapy, doing work to heal, take accountability all that sort of stuff. That person and I had actually been seeing each other for a solid three months already. Fairly consistency, and up until that night, consent in any way, shape, or form had not been in. Last but not least, this person, before picking me up to spend what was supposed to be a few days together at their place, agreed that they were okay with not having sex while spending those few days together because I had just started my period, and I don't have sex on my periods. They are painful, the flows are heavy, and I feel just really gross myself the few days that I have my period and the few days before where I get weird pains and whatnot warning me that my period is coming. You may be wondering, my friend, 
if consent wasn't an issue and the consent to not have sex and respect that you were on your period was there, what made him attempt to do what he did? What made him sexually assault you? To want to be intimate with you that bad? That that consent he gave you and that respect he was going to give you just went out the window. Well, the reasoning I got Are you ready? It's a dramatic pause for a purpose. I was too hot to resist. You want to know what really blows my mind about that? We had just woken up and I probably actually looked like a freaking troll. My hair was everywhere. I had weird lines from like, you know, when the comforters are like certain parts of your clothes, like you've had them pressed to you for so long while you're sleeping, you get those weird like dents in you. Okay, I had some of those all over me. And I definitely was not looking cute. I had looked hotter like a hundred different times in the few months we had seen each other. But at that moment, I for some reason was hot enough that just resisting and respect were not even an option. Make it make sense. I'd like to quickly clarify that I am aware that there are women who have sexually assaulted other women. There are women who have sexually assaulted men. I am not denying that and I am not denying that that is as wrong and disgusting as men doing it to women. However, I was sexually assaulted by a man. I only know women who were sexually assaulted by men and a really scary high percentage of offenders are men. So when I'm talking about men through this episode, it's only those men who are doing these things or have done these things. If you're not a man who's done anything like that or ever would, then please do not be offended while listening to this episode. So, to go on with what I was going to say, just because women give birth to other humans, which means we birth and then raise boys, that does not mean that we owe you anything more than the respect of raising you well and giving you true unconditional love. We don't just owe you our bodies. We've already given you our bodies for nine months to give you life. For any man to actually think that we owe them when a woman is the reason they have a life, to me, that's just mind-boggling. Like, what the hell is even going on in a man's mind? Like, what is actually neurologically going on that a man believes something like that? And I hate to say this, but if you're a woman who defends men when they do this, or anyone else when they do this, and if you are the type of woman who sexualizes people and thinks that there is a way to deserve things like this, then you are part of the problem. Let me make it clear. When someone is sexually assaulted or raped, 
they can mentally be changed forever. What kind of trust they do or don't have in other humans can change forever. How they view and treat themselves can change forever. All because you didn't want to respect another human being for a few minutes of fun, which how doing things to people without consent can be fun, I don't know. Is it really worth it? No, it's not. But you know why it still happens as often as it does? Because nobody who actually sexually assaults or rapes someone takes a minute to think, oh, if this were to happen to me, if I were to be put in this situation, but in those shoes, how would I feel? Because if people actually did, this shit might not happen quite as often. It'd be a start to it maybe not being such a common experience for people. This person actually attempted without my consent to have their fun. Do you know what that led to for me? The work I had just done on myself for the past year and a bit to try and understand myself, understand why I stayed with the person and was unable to see certain red flags for so long, all that work I was doing to find trust in myself again, that had all in that few seconds been blown to fucking hell. All that money for therapy, all that effort I put in myself, all those hard barriers I had to break. Just like that. I didn't trust myself again. I despised myself again. And I thought to myself, oh, there must have been a red flag that I missed. I had unfortunately, before meeting the ex I had been with for six years, been treated very much like I was only a body. And then I was with this person who treated me well for about two, two and a half years. Then I, I'm assuming he kind of realized that I emotionally was like wrapped around his finger and he was like, fuck yeah, got her. And the flip obviously switched. And then the way that I'd been treated by other people before meeting this ex of six years, I started experiencing those kind of comments and jokes about my outfit choices and makeup and shoes I chose to wear, things like that all over again. So I was still in a place when I was sexually assaulted where I was working on liking my body again, on respecting my body, not hurting it and being mean to it in all different ways. And I was working on really seeing myself as a person, seeing myself through my own eyes, not through the eyes of people who had treated me badly and abused me in the past. But of course, when I was sexually assaulted, those body issues, those self-esteem issues just arose to a whole new level. And my sex drive changed. As of today, I still have issues with my period and I'm currently on birth control, which is only fucking with my cycles worse right now. But at the time that I was sexually assaulted, I was not on birth control. I did not have the level of issues with my periods that I have today. And so I can for sure say that compared to previously and compared to after being sexually assaulted, my sex drive had changed quite a bit. I honestly just didn't even really trust men generally, so I didn't even really date or talk to many people for a good year. A good year. And of course, if you haven't guessed already, 
my trust in not just men, more men than women, but generally in humans has altered. And I just don't trust as easily. I'm constantly worried about when making plans with friends or my Beachbody team or a family member to do something. Are they going to ask my consent or are they just going to make plans and presume that's what I want? And then I'm just going to go with whatever it is they want even if it's not what I want. I'm constantly worried when giving anyone a chance to even take me on a date. Are they going to like, when they hug me, try to like grab my butt or something instead of just respectfully hiding me? Like, the silliest things to some people, they may be, but they are genuine worries and concerns that I always have now. And there's obviously other examples of ways that my trust has changed, but those are just the first ones that came to mind, honestly. So yeah, when people want to have a few minutes of fun and don't or try not to resist the word no, which should always be respected when somebody says no to something or to someone. These are some of the things that can happen. Not respecting someone's no, especially when you obviously don't know someone's story, so you can't possibly know what they have previously been through or at the time are going through. Not respecting somebody's no can lead to therapy loss of interest in things they used to love doing, quitting work, alcoholism, drug use, suicide. Sexually assaulting someone can have terrible, devastating, life-altering, life-long. As hard as this is to talk about and as terrible as it is, for this to be such a common thing. I wish the effects that victims experience mentally and physically were talked about much more, especially in media, the news, and specifically on TV shows. And if we're not open about these things, if we aren't seeing things like this, frequently. We are not going to understand the devastation that comes with sexual assault and rape. If we spend more time showing children freaking superhero movies rather than teaching them about consent and how to watch for red flags and what things are considered red flags and that, then I don't know, maybe we'd have children growing up in the world who are more respectful and more observant and better knowledge, better prepared. Because let's be real, real life shit, tragic shit, traumatic shit doesn't just start once you've hit teenhood or adulthood or something like that. It doesn't wait for a specific age. The second you were born, life just begins and that's that. You're on your journey. So the sooner we're teaching people real life shit, what effects, what consequences doing different things can have on people, what ignoring or not looking for red flags can lead to, then maybe the world that we're living in wouldn't be the exact world that we're living in. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with superhero movies or taking time to just have fun 
and letting your kids be kids shouldn't be a thing or that there's anything wrong with just letting them have some fun and watch whatever kind of fun rom-coms or little pony movies they want or whatever it is. There's nothing wrong with letting kids be kids. But the fact is, as soon as people are born, their life begins and things can happen. So the sooner we prepare people, we teach people, the better. The whole world doesn't have to agree with this. I'm sure a lot of people aren't. Or a lot of people are going to get up in arms about this because, oh my gosh, I made a comment about men. Some men who do bad things. Goodness forbid that we call people out. Goodness forbid we talk about serious issues. My goal is to not make everybody happy with this episode or this podcast at all. My goal is to share stories of things I've been through, how I've overcome them and and still doing so, and how regardless of the traumatic things I've experienced and the mental illnesses I have to cope with, how I am finding ways to, in my own right, thrive in this life. And all I'm trying to do while sharing my stories and sharing resources, tips, and tricks is hoping that I can help you also thrive while going through this crazy journey through life and everything heavy. I hope help you in some positive way is exactly what I am doing with this podcast. With all of that being said, I know you're busy, so I don't want to take up too much of your time and I will end our great chat today with this. Consent matters. Respect does not always have to be earned. You are worthy as you are. Anyone who violates you and makes you feel or think different or tells you otherwise and makes you think or feel different does not deserve to have you around. I want you to truly know that, to truly understand and believe that. The fact is we're all just humans in this world with a beating heart, one that won't beat forever. Not one of us are born with a right to another person's body or with a right to murder or any sort of this shit. So if you need that reminder, play those few seconds over and over again as many times as you need until you actually truly deeply understand and believe that. Lastly, if you have experienced sexual assault, I am so, so sorry. If this is something you are still struggling with, you can message me anytime. I will have the handle for my Instagram account in the show notes below. But please, if you have a support system that you can reach out to, reach out to people in that community. And if you have access to therapy, please consider that. Also, hotlines are always available and you can look them up on Google very quickly and reach any of them. I will have a few of the bigger ones and like the national ones listed in the show notes below just in case that's something you need though. I hope you all know that I love you. I'm grateful for you being on this journey with me and I'm thankful 
that you exist in this world. I will talk to you soon and I cannot wait to be back with you for another great chat next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, tell someone about it who needs to hear this message or share it on social media and tag me at this is Katie, K-A-I-T-E-Y, so we can connect. Life is a wild journey, but we're on it together, and I'm so glad. You're never truly alone. I appreciate you, I love you, and I will talk to you soon.